Thank you so much for tuning into our Stolen Lunches podcast. We're going to dive into our 6 a.m. prayer where we like to start the day inspired and collective as a community. So for more details and to send your prayer requests, log on to StolenLunches.org. I am so honored to be on the call this morning. And I just love how God, he decides to come in and does what he does best. I always like to say, um, some of you may have heard me say this, God has such a so excited um, about what I was going to share for devotion this morning. Um, God had laid some things on my heart last week. And on yesterday, I was just in prayer, and God was just like, this is going to be a simple word. And so I know that it's going to bless someone. Um, and so I'm actually going to completely switch it up. It is not my thing. Uh, my husband and I, we lead a few things together when it comes to Bible study, when it comes to prayer. And he's the type of person who he will take tons and tons and tons of notes, and then he shows up and he completely switches things around. And I'm like, I don't flow like that. That is not my anointing. I want you to follow the notes. I want you to follow the plan. What are you doing? And so when God did that this morning, honestly, I was like, God, what are you doing? And um, he said, I just need you, and I just want you to trust me. And I wanted to kind of go back prayer, the other faithfulness, and that's what I wanted to talk about, how God is just so incredibly faithful, and God said, I want you to talk about, um, I promise, and so that's what we're going to just briefly talk about this morning. It's going to be so simple, but I know it's going to bless someone. Have you ever thought about you having a, a parent or a girlfriend or a friend or, you know, someone and you say, but I promise. I promise I'm going to do it. I promise I'll keep my word. I promise that it'll be done. I promise. And so I looked up the definition of promise, um, and there are several. Obviously, there is a now definition, and basically it's a declaration of assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. And so in that instance, I thought about God, and I thought about all the promises of God, and I thought about how God has promised certain things in our lives, and I don't know exactly what he's promised you specifically. Like he's simply spoken that thing to you by Scripture. Some people who got audibly, and they said, you know, God has given me certain promises, but there are promises in the word of God that he has specifically written out through scripture, you can actually take a specific scripture and understand that that is a promise because God said it, it is so. No matter what situation, no matter what you're going through, no matter what that thing is, when you read the word and it is in the word of God, God promises that to you. It is yours. It is a gift. When God gives you something, when he gives you something, it's just like here in the natural. You don't have to earn it. Someone freely gives it to you. It is now yours. You can do what you will with it, but it is yours. And then the verb for that is um, the definition of promise for the verb is for someone that one will definitely do, give, or arrange something, undertake or declare that something will happen. 
And so the illustration was he promised to to forward the mail. And so that goes back to that person that promises to do something. So here's what I want to challenge you with this morning. I want you to think about all the promises that God has promised you. Every single thing that he said to you that he was going to do. I want you to think about all the seeds that you've sown in your life because when you sowed those seeds and you planted them and you watered them with the word of God and you put faith on them and you believe that they were going to happen, it's blooming season. And so it is now time, and some of us, we, re- we refer to that as it's harvest time. Um, God said he promised that he was going to do it. Whether you're facing a financial situation, I encourage you to to go to God's word because he promised that he will be a provider. He promised that he will pour out his blessings that we won't have room enough to receive. You know, God is a healer. He died on the cross for our sins. He promised that he would save that lost person that you've been praying for, you've been seeking and praying for someone to have salvation because God promised that he would do it. God is a promise keeper. And so I just wanted to share that with you on today because it was so profound for me. Um, I just began to think back to certain things as I was growing up as a child and God had laid some things on my heart and some of those things have already come to pass. I remember praying um, for those of you that don't know um, my husband and I, uh, we have a one-and-a-half-year-old daughter. Her name is Skylar. And I remember we had said we've been married for 10 years, and we had said we were on a five-year plan. And so in five years, you know, we're going to travel. We're going to do a lot of different things. And then we're going to, you know, have a child, and we've been praying for a boy. And, and then at one point we, we started to pray for twins, and, and that's when I say thank God for unanswered prayers, right? Um, and then eventually what happened was we came into year five, um, going into year six, and immediately we just, once we um, gave it to the Lord, God, he gave us the ability to get pregnant in two months, and we were super excited. Um, we were like, wow, it didn't take any time. And I actually had a miscarriage at 11 weeks. And, and I remember in that moment, in that season, me just sharing with God, like, God, you promised. You promised this to me. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm, I'm supposed to have a child. Like, this is something that you told me. I could vividly see it. I could visualize it. It was like everything within me knew that I could lean and I could depend and I could trust on God. Even in the situation at the time, although it was hard, although it was difficult, although I did not understand it at the time, God promised. And um, like I said, eight and a half years later, um, really eight, eight and a half years later, um, pregnant again, and all the things in my head began to, to go back to, you know, things that I did that I knew wasn't right, you know, the miscarriage that I had, and all those things began to run through. And I remember having to go to Scripture, and I remember having to go to people, and I remember um, going to friends and family and making sure that they covered me in prayer. And the thing that carried me the most was the promises of God. And so what I wanted to share was, for those of you that know, I have this book, um, and it's called God's Promises for Everyday Life. 
And so I just wanted to pull out, I wanted to extract simply three different scriptures, um, three different things in no particular order. And my prayer is that as I randomly choose um, the scriptures for today, that God will speak to you and it will be exactly what you need. And so the first one is, what do you do when you need courage? Because God said that. Um, he will give you courage. He will give you strength. And so in need of courage, Psalms 27 and 14 says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. That's a promise. God said that he will give you strength no matter what. He will give you strength. Another one I want to read, what do you do when you're in grief? Um, Thessalonians four thirteen and 14. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Um, another one on grief is Isaiah 49 and 13. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy on his afflicted. And so, you know, when you hear about grief, it talks about, I mean, for us, it's one of those things where, where we're grieving on this side. But, you know, now they've reached their heavenly father and they're in a much better place. And the last one I want to read is um, unanswered prayer. And so think about all the times that we feel like, you know, God hasn't answered our prayers, and we've just been in that waiting season. Once again, I just believe that we're in a blooming, a blooming season right now. Isaiah 65 and 24 says, um, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are still speaking, I will hear. And so know that God promises that he hears you even when you think he's not listening, even when you think he's not there, because he promised that he would hear us. He promised that he's a, a, a answer prayer. He promised that he would do exceedingly abundantly of whatever you can imagine or think. And I just really want that to think in. Think about your wildest dream. Think about that thing that you know that is impossible with you, that you can't do it by yourself. Think about the thing that scares you. When you think about it, you're like, wow, God, you chose me for this. Wow, God, this is a desire of my heart. And because he said that he'll do exceedingly abundantly above that, he promised. That's a promise. And so it's not your job to think about how he's going to do it. Your job is to just wake up every single day doing the things that you know you're called and your purpose to do and allow God to do the rest. And so my prayer today is that just in knowing that God promised that it simply blessed you, um, that it gave you a reminder, gave you some hope on this morning, that it was encouraging to you. Um, because what God promised, he shall, he will do, because he's a God that can and will not lie. So, God, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for setting aside this specific time to come to you early in the morning 
and to seek your face. We just ask that you will prepare us for not only today, God, but for the remainder of this for this week and the remainder of this month, God. We thank you for, you know, we entering into spring and so even on yesterday you you shared with me that it is our blooming season. And so Father, we thank you for allowing this to be our blooming season. When we think about blooming, we think about things growing and things springing forth and, and, and coming about. And so, Father, we thank you for that right now. Um, we thank you for you just being in the midst of, and we just pray, we give you honor, we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to our 6 a.m. prayer. Again, you can join us every Monday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. Eastern. For more details, stolenlunches.org.